Hello and welcome to the Courage to Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode where I talk about the courage to reflect on failure. I interviewed Nick Evans, ex-All Blacks player, last week and there were lots of insights that came out of the conversation that I had with Nick, which I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys. But I came away from that interview thinking about one particular insight that Nick drew on throughout the interview and that was Nick's capacity to reflect on failure to take the time to pause after a painful experience and ask why it happened. To really diagnose the problem and from there get clear on what needs to be done differently in the future. After my conversation with Nick, I really started to think about the extent to which I reflect on my failures. The term reflection here is important because we've all heard and we continue to hear that in order to grow, we must fail. And yes, that's true. But if we're not actually learning from our failures, then it's hard to say whether or not that failure is inevitably leading to any growth at all. But to truly reflect on our failures and to really lean into those painful, uncomfortable moments requires courage. Very often when we experience failure, we want to kind of quickly move on and, and leave it in the past and shake off that, that discomfort. And I think it's fair to say that the intellectually thoughtful you or me says that we welcome failure and that we know that we can learn from failure. But then there's the emotional you and I that struggles with it. And... That brings me to the intention of this episode, which is to really get clear and to articulate how you currently deal with making mistakes, having failures, writing that down, getting very clear on what that looks like today, and then coming up with a principle or a process for how you deal with future failures or mistakes. So let's start with understanding how you currently deal with failure today and let's imagine there is a spectrum I feel like there's always a spectrum in my episodes <laughs> but that's okay a spectrum of how you deal with or see failures if you have a pen and paper to hand great ask yourself perhaps bring a recent mistake or failure to mind and write that down press pause on this episode and ask yourself how you dealt with that so this is fine this is just kind of getting an awareness it doesn't really there's no right or wrong just asking yourself did you kind of sweep it under the carpet did you feel miserable and just wait for that misery to dissolve or did you actually kind of spend time working out when, what went wrong the the answer will be very different for everyone but I just urge you to take the time to write down the mistake to write down the failure and underneath that write down how you dealt with that so you've got an understanding with how you deal with failure today, right? That's going to be very different for everyone. If you're happy with how you currently deal with failures or making mistakes, 
then there's probably no need to listen to the rest of this episode. However, if you do think that you could bring a deeper level of reflection or learning into the process, then hopefully the rest of this episode will help. I will draw on some of the work that Ray Dalio has published in this area because I think it's incredibly valuable. Ray talks about failures as learning opportunities. And whilst many people may say this, Ray really lives this out. He talks to a particular formula that he draws on, which is pain plus reflection equals progress. Viewing mistakes as opportunities to improve, he calls this mistake-based learning. And on reading Ray's content, it was so clear that he genuinely has moved into a space whereby he looks to his failures to move forward like he's written an entire book around his principles and his principles were essentially created on the back of his failures ray talks about tracking what you do keep systemizing what you learn from your mistakes he writes down and reflects on everything he does As someone who values learning, and I'm assuming that you too value learning if you're listening to this podcast, start to reframe failures, start to reframe mistakes and make this exercise very intentional. So if you and I value learning and we can genuinely see how we can learn through our mistakes, if the reflection process is intentional and thorough then we will start to become a little bit more open to and comfortable with mistakes. We will start to be able to genuinely see the value in which we can extract from the mistakes that we make. However, in order to this, for this to happen, so earlier I talked about the intellectual self, so the self that, so, so right now this is my intellectual self, talking about how to ideally handle mistakes right but in a week's time I experience a painful moment I make a mistake I feel ashamed I'm embarrassed I've put myself out there something really terrible has gone down then my intellectual self is perhaps drowned out by my emotional self which is feeling ashamed wants to run away wants to you know just run and hide So knowing the power of the emotional self, whilst in those painful moments, we have to really write down the process by which we intend to deal with mistakes, the the way in which we intend to deal with mistakes or failures in the future. So earlier, you wrote down how you currently deal with mistakes. Now let's talk about how we can deal with mistakes in the future. So first up is reframing. So we're now going to consider this a learning opportunity. Secondly is setting time aside. So being quite intentional about the time you're setting aside to reflect on mistakes, whether that's five minutes, 10 minutes, where you actually have time out away from other people and you write down what happened as a starting point. So this is really just the diagnosis. And then from there, you start to write down the cause of the problem. So really understanding why this happened. And then from there, 
writing down how you could potentially do this differently in the future. Now, this is not rocket science. However, the process in itself is what's important. And what I mean by that is I'm sharing with you a very basic process here, which is writing down the problem, diagnosing the problem, getting clear on what went wrong and what you would do differently in the future. As you start to set time aside for you to reflect on your failures, on your mistakes, on those painful moments, you might initially follow this process, but you might find a process that works better for you. The point really is reflection. The point is the courage to lean into those painful moments with a view to learning something new in order to do something better in the future. And again, whilst we hear about this very often, the reality is we don't actually set the time aside. We assume that the learning will naturally happen. So we've gone through the failure. The failure will make us stronger and we'll do stuff differently in the future. But we, we won't do anything differently in the future if we haven't truly recognized what caused the problem. It was interesting to come back to my interview with Nick last week. I was really inspired by his capacity to reflect on those painful moments and and those mistakes and those failures and I could see that as Nick was kind of talking about the reflection process he wasn't really thinking that it was incredibly unique and um, as I started to delve a little bit deeper into how he became this person who stops and reflects it became clear to me that when you're in a professional sporting environment there's no real choice but to reflect if you want to continue to perform at a high level. So you're surrounded by professional coaches who are giving you feedback in order to improve. And if you don't receive that feedback and do something differently in the future, then you know, you're know you going to be pushed out. But uh, what, what I started to see was that you know, Nick didn't necessarily need a coach to come to him now with feedback. I mean, now he's actually a coach himself, but it was it was something that he innately did for himself. So when the mistake happened, it was this process of stop, reflect, what went wrong, what can I do differently? And whilst we're not in an arena whereby we have, you know, professional coaches coming to us and telling us what we need to work on, we need to be that coach for ourselves great if you have a coach in your life then perhaps this is something that you're already doing but if you don't how can you be your own coach how can you say to yourself right this has happened I need to reflect on this I need to work out what's gone wrong and what I can do differently in the future so I really hope this has helped guys as always I would love to hear your thoughts um, as you play with perhaps a new approach to reflection and learning as it relates to your mistakes and failures please keep me posted as to whether or not this is working I think that if we can all perhaps start to play with this link to learning as it relates to mistakes as it relates to failures then we can start to kind of shake off some of the shame and some of the natural human nature that a lot of us kind of come up against when we experience moments of failure pain mistakes Um, That's it, guys. Have a fab Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you, or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. 
And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time back here on The Courage to Be.